0: Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John.
1: This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom.
0: We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions,
1: and we would love to have you join us. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Chaotic Harmony. We have a friend with us today. The Mr. Rogers is in the neighborhood. Hey! hey. Where do I live? There? Do I, there? Yeah. yeah, there's only one camera Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided after uh wrapping our episode with jesse that it would be best split into two parts so mm-hmm. um you're going to hear half of our interview with jesse this week and then we will be back with the other half of our episode next week when we talk to you yeah yeah hi jesse hey, hi we're so glad to have you back glad yeah. to be here how's your year going uh Really well, right? Are, smoothly. No problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's
2: some harmony. There's some chaos. What do you want? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: well played. Sorry. Well played.
0: On no, on on it's on all knows. good. It's all good.
1: Yeah. So Jesse's been up to so many different projects. Mm. Um, and, uh, You're no longer
0: the same school also. Yeah,
2: that's, that's true. That's right.
1: <laughs> Mr. Rogers is no longer Rogers. Yeah. I Where mean, are you at these days? I don't know how. I don't even remember.
2: I don't know how, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how much we want to reveal about how the sausage is made but i'm i uh, have replaced one of a colleague that we all had for uh, yeah 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 yep. mm-hmm. i'm at rosebank elementary now in jillabinsdale elementary school district mm-hmm. um loving it loving it mainly because i've been given an opportunity to do something with music that i haven't been given at other school sites and maybe we can get around to talking about that yeah totally yeah um always hard to leave a school site mainly because you you want to go somewhere and imagine you're going to be there forever so that sure. The relationship the relationships you build are, are good ones. They're not right. fake, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, but when opportunities call calls, you gotta take it, right?
1: Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, did you um I I remember every time I, I changed schools, I for the first couple of weeks, I almost feel like I'm cheating on my old kids or something. Yeah. And like Yeah. It's, it's, isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. We really, we get attached and I think it, part of it is a desire to want to build an authentic relationship and, and you know, there's not a small amount of guilt that you don't want to let the people that you love down. And yeah. you know, so, how I did that feel i went back an to my old
2: school site yeah. to pick up some things oh, i would forgotten okay. like some scissors or something yeah scissors. just don't go back <laughs> for the scissors just leave them there Go <laughs> Were they good scissors? no well i went through the halls okay. and you know it's like miss rogers miss rogers Aww. and then the word mm. gets out and then you and then you have to address them like yeah right. why did you leave me why did Aww. you know it's like oh we didn't leave you mm. you know i'm i really hope that you'd have a good year like what do you say to it right you know yeah
0: but yeah i was listening to a podcast about this kind of like the element of like you don't want to leave because you don't want to let the kids you had down but in the same sense there's always kids to help yes Mm -hmm. there yes there
1: are and so at the end of the day you have to make the right decision for you right i think some of the best advice i ever got from my uh my master teacher when i was student teaching was well, two pieces actually the first one was don't argue with the kids ever Mm. and i think that that is also the best piece of parenting advice I've ever gotten. It's like, no, just don't argue with them. Like your word is law. Mm. You Mm. lay it down. And if they want to argue, you just give them the look. Like
3: (laughs) I said what I
1: said. And then the second piece was never make a decision for an administrator because they Mm. are also people and they're building their careers. And that, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I've had three very distinct opportunities to make a decision because an administrator really wanted me to. Mm-hmm. And if I had made it for them, I would have been disappointed three or four months later every single time when they got a better job and left. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I always made the right decision of me for me because I had Debbie's voice in my head. So anyway, <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking about. Funny that
2: You say about, you know, not arguing with the students. That's, that's yeah. number one, of course. Right. Um, you had said make sure that you're, you know, leaving for you. Yes, right? always. I do think that there is a a number of times you can leave before your reputation starts to become the, the person who leaves.
3: Oh,
1: and yeah. I want. I okay. wonder what that number is.
2: Hmm. I wonder what that is. Interesting. Okay. That's an interesting... Because you know how sometimes people will go and help others because they'd rather help others and not look at the, the work they need to do on sure, themselves? Sure, definitely. Right? Okay. So I kind of wonder... If at some point somebody just leaves because they're always looking for that, grabbing that opportunity, but because you know it's hard to stay at one school site, it It is. is, um, It's
1: a different skill set than going and starting a program. Yes, yeah.
2: In many ways, it's you. Then, if you leave early, it's never whatever happened to that school is never your fault. Yeah. But if you're there at a school site for six years,
0: then what have you gotten? What have you been able to accomplish in six years? That's interesting. You know, my pushback, as I agree with you, my pushback is the whole like element number whatnot. If your move, if your intent of leaving each time is a good reason, then yes, others might uh, like, might have stories for, oh, this person is the one that constantly moves. But if yeah. they're pure intents each time, I think yeah. it's valid. So I don't know if the numbers is the real game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think that you're always allowed to do what's best for you and your family. Yeah yeah
0: yeah i'll
2: tell you right now every time i go to a new school site my intent is to be there, there as long as possible mm. sure yeah. and yeah. grow it as much as i can yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. and that's yeah.
1: true until it isn't anymore
2: yeah 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 so speaking of rosebake i've been able to um get some support from an administrator like i have not felt in a long long time that's awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah i'm really glad um the principal part of it is because the principal has an interest in music okay yeah. um, That that's helpful that's super helpful yeah yeah because when they walk in the room this person will grab a guitar and play in front of the kids. Cool, that's cool. And I just try to go. You know, I try to make him into a superstar. Yeah, he doesn't have to be a great musician as long mm-hmm. as he has a joy for it, right? Right, I mean, right. We're we're not we're not trying to make master musicians. We're just trying to make people who want to have music a part of their life for the rest of their lives right right Right. so to see somebody who's an administrator pick up a guitar it's like it doesn't matter what comes out i'm going (laughs) to praise that because kids this is what we're hoping that you do some days right just
0: you know and i think one of the biggest reasons why we hit um roadblocks with our administrators is because they don't have that background yeah um i have been thankful enough to have had at least two if not three um administrators that have had and arts in the background not necessarily music but arts and so there's an appreciation for such and that just affects the whole community all um widespread so that's really great that you have an administrator right now that understands
3: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: and his background is
2: in performing and recording okay uh, Okay. which is one of the reasons why that's the angle he wants to go okay Okay. um so that's why there has been an emphasis on music production and rock band and audio recording and and that's uh Man, which totally up.
1: psychs up the kids, yeah. which is great. I'll bet yeah. they're super motivated.
2: Absolutely,
0: yeah. So, so you're saying, like, so we focus on audio production. What are you doing exactly with the kiddos? So, kiddos, um, my goodness. So it's a it, there's
2: a underlining general music thread through the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? You can't. I'm not sure that you you can even just or that you could do 100% um, modern band hundred percent music production all the time Mm -hmm. um the way the way i like to think of it is um you're gonna approach whatever topic that that you want to lead uh, whatever grade level you're working with through but that music production is going to be one of the ultimate goals for as far as products in the end so if i have quarter notes right that we're trying to teach you ever teach chord notes before? You should try once it. or twice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you, if you're looking at if you're looking at teaching chord notes, I mean, how many different ways can you do it? Right? There's a mm-hmm. million. Uh, it's it's like a lens. What lens are you going to teach it through? Mm-hmm. Are you going to teach it through the lens of choral experience? Or are you going to bring in an instrumental experience? Or are you going to bring a music production experience? Like what does that look like? So you know, once you get so so you show them a chord note, you you clap chord notes, you. Grab a rhythm stick and you play chord notes, and then you pick up a melody instrument and then you do a chord note ostinato. Mm-hmm. These are the things you do because you're building some kind of through um, through line. Through line, yeah. To make this whole thing have a big bow on the bottom at, yep. the, at the end, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's not just this is the concept, but this is the concept and this is the application. The application. The yeah. application. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why not introduce music production into that that line? Right? Sure. Yeah. So it's we clap it. We play it. We grab the the bar instrument. We play it. We, we're doing it on the ukulele, and then somebody is grabbing the MIDI controller, and we're playing chord notes in the MIDI controller, or we're inputting MIDI notes in the length of the quarter note, or we're using a chord note to set the tempo.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
2: it's all chord sure. notes, baby. It's all but uh-huh. we just happen to drive through the music production world for a second. Right. Yeah. You definitely. know, like yeah. might as well.
3: Yeah. And
2: if we can, if 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 I can color all of my my lessons with music production Mm -hmm. then it's just one more way to make it much like a full music experience right
1: i want to dig into this more so what are you using when you're when you're having the kids make these things
2: so a couple different resources um the one the most important one is a digital audio interface okay Um, digital audio workstation mm-hmm. and
3: daw uh, <laughs>
2: um and Which one are you using? I use so it with, with when the kids individually don't need to, in, to use one when only one needs to be available. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I use my computer and I use Logic. Okay. okay. Um the the heavy hitters, right, are Logic Pro Tools, Cubase, um, then there's a couple other that serve other purposes like maybe you're doing some kind of live music production. Sure. Um but Logic is the one I go with mainly because I'm an Apple guy. This is not a war, but if it was, you would lose if you're not on the Apple side. Logic is pretty good. That's <laughs> true. Um, so if we're, if I'm getting kids to just one by one come up and it, and work with, I'll just use my personal computer. If we're getting an individual to come up, they're going to be on my computer, but otherwise, they're going to use BandLab, mm-hmm. which is kind of mm-hmm. like Soundtrap, but it's more free and easier for students to access. Okay, you don't um, have to use Audacity.
3: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um,
2: oh, so band band lab is really really an amazing tool okay mm-hmm. um and uh there are many out there but the reason why i like it is because it gives enough of the of a real professional experience mm-hmm. um without being overwhelming because yes. you know some of what's the one that google does
0: the music
1: oh the music lab chrome music, music lab? lab yeah i yeah. love that uh-huh. i love yeah. that that's do right, i yeah. yeah um that a lot
0: of that online, yeah. Because it's successful, yeah. we we're all working together. Yeah,
1: for sure. But Super. A limit. Saved
2: us. Super. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: And um, if my if, if
2: I'm gonna try to develop a real um music production thing at the mm-hmm. school, might as well give them something that feels professional without Definitely. being overwhelming. Yeah. And that's what BandLab is. Okay. Yeah. BandLab is you know you're gonna have uh tracks and you're gonna work with a I you know an interface. I mean, there's like there's real stuff there that you mm-hmm. have to do. Sure. Uh, but anyway, so. We're gonna we're gonna grab BandLab. We're gonna grab a MIDI controller, and then that's all you need. Okay. You know, a microphone. Um, there are a million other ways that you can bolster the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But if you can get an administrator to um, give you some MIDI controllers and a couple of mics, you can mm-hmm. you can do everything you need to do.
0: So um, when you're saying MIDI controllers to the audience, when you're oh, could you elaborate on a MIDI controller?
2: Yeah. So um, there's a keyboard. Yes. And a keyboard makes all its own sounds. A mm-hmm. uh, MIDI controller looks like a keyboard, um, but it doesn't make any uh, of its own sounds. So when I s- talk to the kids about it, I say to them, um, you know, what's better, PlayStation or Xbox? And then once the fighting wow, goodbye Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> you, know, <Shoot>. what's that? <laughs> well, you know, the dust uh-huh. settles and yeah. maybe some limbs are gone, but it's uh-huh. okay. Sure, right. sure. Um, then I say, you know, the PlayStation controller... Uh, when you do, when you just use it without the PlayStation being on, what does it do? Nothing, Mr. Rogers. I'm like, yeah, this thing doesn't do anything, uh-huh. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But when you plug the PlayStation controller and you turn it on, then you press X and the guy jumps, right? Okay. The guy jumps. Um, when you plug the MIDI controller in, it's going to control whatever game or program you have open on your computer. Okay. And and in this case, it's the the game is Logic, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And this MIDI controller, it looks like a keyboard, but it's because Musicians know the language of the keyboard, right? Uh-huh. Um, so you're gonna push a key, and it, maybe it's gonna be the note E, but it's gonna produce, or it's going to control or trigger whatever thing you want it to trigger in a digital audio workspace. Um, Interesting. So MIDI controllers are really cheap. Yes, they are. Yeah, um, you can they get are. them for fifty bucks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, and do really a lot with them. Um so for the
1: cost of one xylophone you could have five MIDI controllers. Yeah. Interesting. And when you think about it, it's if you had a classroom
2: set of MIDI controllers, uh-huh. you have thirty, maybe thirty-five. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a significant chunk of change, but it's not sure. twenty thousand dollars. That's you know? true. Yeah. Um and most of the kids have computers uh mm-hmm. that are classroom set computers. Yeah. And they all interface really well with these things. Interesting. Um, so
1: So those that, that those are your primary classroom instruments right now?
2: So I'm lucky that uh, Rosemake was already fully furnished. Really, they yeah. have a mu- bunch of ORF instruments. They have yeah. a bunch of yeah. um, stringed instruments mm-hmm. that through the Opus Project and through VH1 mm-hmm. Grant. Um, but music, that yeah. was one of the Save the Music. That was one of the things that uh, I was able to to um, I convinced an administrator that I would like to have mm-hmm. and was able yeah. to secure was um, audio interfaces, MIDI controllers, uh, mics cables to the tune of something like 7000 okay um a little maybe a little more a little less but that that money is going to set us up for a real long yeah, time yeah yeah that's um
0: cool. which grade levels do you use it all of them or do all you have of them? them man that's all great. of them it's that's the coolest great. thing all of them with the communal element or all of them with the individual the laptop? communal element. okay yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so start them young, um, but then start when them young. Do you when do you have them use their laptops individually
2: so third graders can pull it third off really grader. well
0: all right um
1: so when you're teaching them the concept of quarter notes they're actually writing it out and they're making a song so right?
2: yeah so we'll do we'll hit the general music part of it uh-huh. in a very traditional way sure um with clapping and either we'll do it depends on the grade level sometimes i'll i'll write a music an actual music note and I'll talk to them about a stem and that sure. kind of thing um but at some point we get to a point where we have a DA open okay. and it's just a grid and I have them input um, a MIDI a piece of MIDI data, and you can just drag MIDI data to the length of whatever you want it to be. You can drag mm-hmm. it to make a, the length of a chord note, uh, an eighth note, a half note, whatever. And as you drag uh, and and even copy them, right, you can produce a, a few measures of just quarter notes. So you're going to make a chord note, then you're going to copy it, copy it, copy it. Now you've got four yeah. quarter notes, and then you're gonna you can loop that. These are very very easy to do things, yeah. Like really easy to see, very visual. Very much so, yeah. And,
0: and I, it's it's a testament to when you watch those um, people on YouTube who do the piano tutorials, whatnot, and you see them push the key. They're not you're not seeing this staff uh, notation. You're right. seeing a representation through the lights beaming out mm-hmm. exactly. And so, how much time do you spend on um, Western notation then? Um, so sometimes I 20th century Western notation.
2: Century. <laughs> uh, so sometimes I'll um. You click the piano roll uh-huh. part of the uh-huh. of the digital audio workspace where you, if you've put some MIDI notes in, you can um, change the the interface to show you what it would look like on a staff. Cool. Okay. okay. Um, and that is like, hey, this is what it looks like in music notation. Um, but then we'll go back to something that I feel is a little easier to under not understand. It's funny because, but it is. It's all. It, it's like what's what's one of the one of the more beautiful things about teaching music, and why it's so universal is that it's universal because language is universal right mm-hmm. like when i when you learn italian as a first language it's not any easier or harder than learning english as a first language right it's because familiar. we're all mm-hmm. it, you you get introduced to these things on a very baseline way and when the head is empty it's you just fill it right okay so when you have mm-hmm. when you have uh, music as a language mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like whether it's a shape or whether it's a color or you know everybody's engaging with it on a I don't know anything mm-hmm. about anything, um, kind of way. So that's Almost your entry like a, point. Yes. Yeah. Almost like a kid or who doesn't have has never learned language before. It's like bottle. You know, dad, mom. Uh-huh. Right. Like it doesn't matter what what the symbol looks like. Quarter note. You know. Mm-hmm. Or what yeah. the, it, right. So music production is a really universal language component too. It's like yeah.
1: this it feels really applicable for them too because they yes. can be writing something and then they could use it as the background of a video that they're making for a science project or whatever so that's yeah that's cool that 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 i can see so many different applications for arts integration in what you're doing
2: yeah well mm-hmm. oh man i have so much to say so <laughs> once, so once there's a quarter note yes. um there's a, there's a few chord notes put in uh-huh we it's just really easy to assign instruments to those quarter notes. Mm-hmm. okay so
1: so you can make them sound however you want. Whatever you want. Yeah. Got it. So the
2: four chord notes can be a bass drum. Okay. And it can go. Mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm.
2: And then the kindergartners don't need to do this, but then I can just grab any other kind of patch and pull it up and, and do some kind of bass guitar thing, sometime a guitar thing or whatever. And they've done the. Mm, mm,
3: mm, mm.
2: And then I grab the bass guitar and go. Mm, doom, 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 yeah. And I'm like, look what you made yeah. <laughs> you made this song this jams get up and yeah then we're stomping quarter we're clapping notes, whatever with yeah. the stuff that we made the music we made yes, yes. you know and yeah. um i these are to me building bo- blocks that encourage the improvisation stuff mm-hmm. and the um creative stuff yeah that is so hard to teach with a, the, a regular instrumental focus of learning Western music notation. Yeah,
0: definitely. I I think we get caught up a lot on that Western notation element because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of ways to represent it. Like, you know, uh, as ORF teachers, we teach notation not with this is a quorum, but sometimes we just throw lines, whatnot. We don't need to just stick with the stems and the notes and such. There are different ways to represent it. I also think that's something that's really cool What you're doing is that, sadly enough, outside of the um classroom walls like playing in ensembles is not easy it's hard for us to get together and play in a quartet yeah Mm -hmm. but having a laptop you can create your own music right there and you're teaching students an accessible way to create music out after yeah rosebank well and it does the same thing that
2: orf does so well right Mm -hmm. you can get a kid to go this is a chord note and Mm -hmm. then if you don't have an orf strategy that ends up in a song and an mm-hmm. ensemble performance mm-hmm. then you're left with like well i hope you have an instrument you can play yeah because then what yes. do we do with it right mm-hmm. so mm. if you're in a situation where you're waiting because you've taught a kid how to read a chord note and write a chord note but they're still too young to play an instrument then what do you do right, right. like you you you're missing the link to the creation part yes. which is so important mm-hmm. so it's it's not necessarily a replacement it's just another lens like we talked about earlier right mm-hmm. like you can do an orf lens you can do a music production lens but the bottom line is you want to go pat you want to go further than just now you can read it now you can can recognize it but let's create
1: right well that's orf process right yeah mm-hmm. you don't have to have a xylophone in order to be an orf teacher right you, you know this yeah, so I mean everything that you're saying, it's all process teaching. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It, it very much applies. You're just you're just using different instruments. There it is. Yeah. And the
2: reason why I want I I I appreciate or and enjoy the music production part of it is because of my own background and interest in it,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but also because um, students they watch their favorite artists engage with this stuff. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's to me, more, some of the power in the music production thing, some of it the way that it's linked to 21st century music skills yeah and um the way it links to what they're hearing on the radio you know, yeah right oh totally
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and the cool thing too is that i'm sure when you're done you've got something that you can download and post on dojo or whatever and be like this is what we made a music class today families
2: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and my partner um my vapa part one of my vapa partners does a um journalism a broadcast Oh, cool. Once a week. That's cool. So guess what opens the news? Yeah. Like our music production Mm -hmm. pieces. That's awesome. And guess whose names get popped up, right? And it's not just the sixth graders or just the fifth graders who are the ones who are normally at the helm in those situations because you got to have some real um, ability to to interact with the technology Mm -hmm. in order to make it successful. But it's like Jocelyn from first grade, right?
1: Yeah. It's yeah. like so cool. That is very cool.
2: Um, yeah, I I'm really interested in getting kids to hear themselves and see themselves at all grade levels,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, may, for lots of reasons. But for school, for community, for um, but but mainly for our uh, our sense of or to to, to fight um, the fear that comes from life performance. Right? Okay. That, okay. It, that you, we all seem to develop because ask somebody who's 15 and never swum before mm-hmm. to go swim in a big pool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But ask a four year old who's never swummed to go, and they're like, I'm in. Mm-hmm. So when you can get a fifth grader, sorry, when you can get a five year old
3: mm-hmm. to
2: sing and hear themselves sing, then that helps to create or destroy the, that fear right from the Mm get-go and it
1: makes it normal yes yeah
2: and that's another thing that's hard to do with a normal instrumental music program is it's hard to to normalize performance yeah um because performance usually doesn't come around until fourth or fifth grade unless you're singing Yeah. yeah and if you're singing it's large group that's true so
1: that's true and if you if you sing by yourself
2: it's terrifying mm-hmm.
1: you, you fought for it yeah <laughs> yeah
2: yeah or you're at a talent show <laughs> yep and, and uh-huh. go either way
1: that's true too so before we started recording i asked you what you wanted to talk about and you said what i really want to talk about is how the future of music education is not ensemble based mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's let's go there
2: um when i started teaching at a high school my first year teaching um, was at a high school level and I was doing the instrumental ensemble stuff, orchestra, concert band, choir, marching band, jazz band. And I was working at a school that had twelve hundred kids and my um I I had so many kids in the program.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And I ended up asking uh, a master teacher of mine at the time, like, how many kids should I have? Right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm mm-hmm. I'm my first year, the world hasn't beaten me down yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> I'm going to get everybody. Yeah. Right. Like right. every single kid and the teachers too. I'm going to make a teacher <laughs> on
3: something. And um,
2: so then I, anyway, I asked my master teacher, like, what's my goal? Am I doing good? If I've got half the kids, am I doing good? If I've got 75% of the kids, like we're, you know, help me here. And he said, man, if you get 10% of the kids. Right. And I went 10%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's awful. I've heard, th- mm-hmm. I've heard that mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and that's like yeah that's you're doing great man you're mm-hmm, doing great mm-hmm. and I'm thinking in a world where ten percent is great mm-hmm. like what kind of a of a, a bar are we setting for ourselves anyway incidentally I got to ten percent okay and so my school had twelve hundred kids mm-hmm. and I had one hundred twenty kids in, across all my classes so um that mm-hmm. meant my choir was only 40 kids okay that meant my concert band was only 30 kids my orchestra was only 40 kids you know yeah and then my marching band kids were made up of all the concert band kids and my jazz band right, kids were right. made up of all the you know it's like yeah yeah because i only had 120 kids mm. um but i felt like okay i did it i reached the goal
1: uh-huh
2: so wh- how does this apply <laughs> uh-huh. or, you know to, to get back on track of the conversation
1: sure
2: <laughs> we don't we shouldn't strive for 10 percent. 10 percent of the school's population is a really easy way to make it so that n- that if it comes down to it let's just drop the music program mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right because hmm. what if you're all, if only 10% of the population is going to scream then oh, yeah, it right but if you can capture something like 40 50 60% and then it's like maybe we should just cut the music program and then 50 or 60% of the population goes wait you can't cut that mm-hmm. then it's like yeah you can't cut it you right?
1: think it's an advocacy tool then
2: it's it's not only is advocacy but it's um it's job security yeah, job security yeah, very much so.
1: it re- remaining relevant to like how many community bands do we even have anymore it's yeah. I feel like if, maybe this is just because we're in San Diego but it's like it's genuinely difficult to find mm. a community ensemble to be a part of I've had a I've had a time yeah yeah, yeah. 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 just trying to find somewhere to make music. the thing about it that um, I want to understand more of is my immediate reaction is a little bit of sad because for me band and choir was was where I belonged. And so I'm just wondering how do we make that that safe place, that sense of belonging that is really important for a lot of kids who like the ones that hang out in the arts department. And yeah. I already have those in elementary school. You know, they, they're they the ones who show up before and after school. They want to help clean stuff. Like, um, how do we make that for them okay. without the traditional ensemble?
2: So here's the thing. Yeah. It's not about removing the traditional ensemble, okay. right? So what it should be is... If you can capture 10% of your population with an instrumental music department, yeah. then bring somebody else on to capture the 20 more percent mm-hmm. Got it. with a choral program.
3: Okay.
1: Bring
2: somebody else on to capture another da, da, da. If you only have one person,
1: mm-hmm. then
2: do what you can to capture the most kiddos. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: s- s- a lot of people have opportunity to have more than one, and if that's the case then um, you you all are welcome. What I yes. should have done, what I should have done at that high school was I should have done one traditional ensemble uh-huh. of like either concert band or orchestra, mm-hmm. and then I should have done a rock band, or I should mm-hmm. have done a music production thing, or I should have done something that was more what the what kids hear their pop artists and stars doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I should have done I should have done guitar, like yeah. the d- guitar class, or whatever. Yeah, to to lean in so hard on a concert band. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a concert band, and it's gonna. In fact, I'm going to work five years to have a beginning class, and an intermediate class, and an advanced class, through a four-year you know trap path for yeah. the trumpet player. Uh-huh. Like, I think I'm just right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 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 dr- not not it's not about dreaming uh, because we can dream and, and try to achieve our goals, but sure. it's it's giving myself a really tall order.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it either it's going to work, and I'm going to feel good, and I'm going to have succeeded or it's not and I don't want anybody in our profession to go for something and it just not work mm-hmm. because that's really hard to come back from. Yeah. I want people in our profession to have a really good shot at success and I think it's about doing more than just the instrumental program.
1: Well, and in both in both scenarios of the reaction that you just described, it centers the teacher's feelings and not the not the Sense. experience of the students. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And yeah. so at Rosebank um, what am I trying to do? I'm not. I'm not getting rid of the strings, because I, I, I think that would get rid of ten percent of the people that, that wanted to do that. Yeah. Right. So the strings are staying, mm-hmm. but the strings are also not um, getting a hundred percent of my attention. Mm-hmm. It's not because they don't deserve it, but because I can't put a hundred percent of my effort into something that's capturing ten percent of the people. I have to put. And you're one person. And I'm one person. Yeah. So it's after school, Tuesday, Thursday. I have a rock band. My rock bands are on Mondays. Right? I have music production. My music production is interwoven through my general music program. Mm -hmm. So it's like at some point, um, as many people as I can grab are being Mm -hmm. grabbed Mm
3: -hmm.
2: by music at the campus. So that if anybody asked, what are you doing? How's it going? Or asked a kid, do you like that guy? It's,
3: (laughs) yeah, he teaches
2: trumpet. I'm not really into that. Or Uh like, oh, yeah, he did that thing that I really like because Mm -hmm. at some point I offered them something that interested them.
3: Hmm.
0: I think about this. Do uh, you know Benjamin Zander? No. You, it, was one, it was one of the first TED Talks I watched. He was talking. He's an English conductor. He was talking about um, helping the audience understand classical music better. And, like, and, and it was, one of his notions was very similar. He was talking about how a lot of like classical musicians like, oh, if you can only just increase the amount of people who like classical music up by 1% percent, will have succeeded. Mm-hmm. And was, like, his notion is like, what if everyone loved it? Yeah, and what if we're just viewing it in the wrong lens, mm-hmm. like you were saying? Like, I, I agree because I also similar to you, Crystal. I really enjoyed my time in concert band. My director was phenomenal, mm-hmm. um, and I had a sense of belonging. And right, but what if? But I think so many people are artistic and want to yes. engage in the musical fields. They just don't they're not connected with the element of band um, yeah band orchestra choir bocs there's a lot of twitter verse likes to call it have you have you heard of steve giddings no yeah steve giddings is if you are into pop, uh, pop music in the uh classroom you should definitely follow him on twitter okay um also on instagram he talks a lot about bringing them and he also does this thing called hot take tuesdays uh where he has like he throws in a question this, Gets a little heat sometimes, but it's fun. But he uh, also, in a similar vein, talks about what if we, like, why do we focus so much on band, orchestra, choir when in the end, unfortunately, there's gonna be like when 10, only 10% do it in high school, 0.5% we are gonna continue it after. There it is.
1: It's true. Yeah. It's the difference between a varsity football team and a PE program. There it is. Mm -hmm. And and we need to see the arts more normalized in school. So if you're the only music teacher at a site, then you've got to have the whole school lens on, which is tricky because especially in an area like this... Uh, where we teach there haven't been established music programs for a long time so just the idea of a general music class as something that happens and is important as part of a normal school day is still not normal um and if you don't see the big splashy performances then what what are you doing you know um so yeah i i'm i'm wrestling with it and i get it
0: Something I like a lot with what you're doing also, Jesse, is because one of my biggest biggest critiques about pop music in classrooms is it feels so siloed. When people write their own music, Mm. it's often they're on their computer, they make their music, it's mine, and that's great. There's a sense of ownership. You're still making it communal. But you make it communal, exactly. It's something I love about the ORF process is that it brings everyone into the fold, and that's something I feel like not enough people do in pop music, and you're doing it. And I'm, I'm actually, when you shared this with me like a month ago, I was like, Maybe I should lean into this more because this is the element that it's missing, that communal element. Well, you ready for this? Maybe. It, it's not
2: about islands, right? We're like, okay, here's the orchestra people over there and mm-hmm. the music production people over there and the choir kids over there. But my music production ki- kids came in and recorded my my uh, orchestra kids for their or, for their October showcase, right? They set up the mics. Mm-hmm. They ran uh, the digital audio workspace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they did all the exporting and uploading and stuff, right? And... When it came time to make our album the rock kids from like rock bands were doing some of the performing for the guitar and for the bass and the drum sets Mm
3: -hmm.
2: it's like this is doesn't have to be our each other on their own islands think this could be like we're a department Mm -hmm. and the department is all fighting and working towards the same stuff yeah yeah and we're we're not just like oh the volleyball players had their season right and now it's basketball it's like no we're we're all, we're all phys ed here yeah
1: yeah huh and it comes back to the drum that jonathan and i have been beaten for a while now we need more people yes we do <laughs> well, and, more people and not only that but,
2: but like somebody needs to come around and just offer uh educators who have no idea how to get into this that's it yep, like that's a it. here's mm-hmm. just you want, to, you want to be able to do a little bit of this without working too hard? Yeah. It's like those ads you can't wait to skip through when you're trying to watch a YouTube video. It's like, can I just have two seconds of your time to teach you that? To... <laughs> like, if you just gave me two seconds, I can make you a... But we need that. We do. Yeah, we do. need somebody we to come like, can I just give you two seconds of my time and make you a music production teacher?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, I think that's the I, biggest. I would issue. go to your workshop, Jesse.
2: Because, I would love, oh my gosh, I would
0: love to. <laughs> I would love do. to. No, so, seriously, yeah. that would be great because I think yeah. that's that's the biggest issue. Teachers already have a tough time to understand how technology works, and just I, I remember going to a conference where there was people trying to utilize, um, you know, 18th century Western notation on you know I forget which it was a music score I think it was, and they had difficulty trying to teach it, um, and adding on that next layer of sequencing and also using a DAW, that's just, it's it's can get so mind-boggling. I remember also uh, yesterday, not yesterday, um, Thursday, we were doing Jumper for Heart or Kids Heart Challenge, they call it now, and I, I could not be there for the first portion. So I said, this is how the soundboard works. And like when I showed that to them, it's like they got freaked out because they was like, oh man, so many so many knobs and like faders. It's, like just focus on these elements. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's so daunting. And I feel like, that's the reason yep. why we don't have successful and enough enough successful uh, music production in class classes. We need more yeah. knowledge.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you go to teach things like form, mm-hmm.
2: it's really hard because you need to be able to have something that's going on in the background that's a great, um, like a a great. Um, tool or piece of music really just to 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 be able to cut up and move around yeah like Mm -hmm. you can look at everybody and teach them something like a piece of uh orf tune and say like okay this is the intro this is the you know a melody, the b melody. now i hope you all know it well enough Uh so that we can just cut it up and you know play with the form and learn about form Mm -hmm. and fix and try different kinds of forms out Mm -hmm. the cool thing about music production is um you can take a lot of these tools and they're already made for kids and you can do things like teach form, teach um, stru- melody structure and uh, not have to worry about creating the product. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if uh, if I said, if I talk to you about samples, are you familiar mm-hmm. with like an audio sample? Yeah. So, um, samples are really cool because they're just like five, ten second clips that are already made mm-hmm. uh, of whatever. So, it's like a a guitar sample, a drum sample, and you can take these things and just drag them into a dot and use them any way you want. So a lot of times I'll take kids and this is not necessarily a lesson where they're going to be uh, performing, but instead of trying to get them to create the thing that I'm then going to use to help them to teach form, Mm -hmm. it's like, let's just drag in a bunch of samples and let's move the samples around until Mm -hmm. we, um, we're going to get together or get through the form topic that I want to get through. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the more successful things I've done with, with that exercise uh, has to do with um, creating things that are wrong. Um, so taking a piece of pop music, let's just take Dua Lipa, if you're out there, uh, follow us, hashtag Desing. But <laughs> let, if, we, if we take a Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa song like Levitate, right? Uh-huh. And um, every kid knows it. they just it, it is, It's the pop music for now. So you take it and you cut it up, which is really easy to do. And I just scramble it inside of a DAW. And then I take those audio regions and I just you know, teach kids how to grab them and move them. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, let's reorder this mm-hmm. in the way that you know it's supposed to be ordered um, because you know the order of the song. And
1: then it's like a puzzle. And it's a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And it's
2: an audio puzzle. And it gets mm-hmm. them to work through the DAW and it gets us talking about form. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing is – a music production has so many powerful ways yeah. to do that because you're not – the kids aren't responsible for the sound. Hmm. it sounds already there yeah Mm -hmm. imagine if you had an orf track just playing that kids could like mess around with mess around with well
1: that's what i do i use tracks a lot there you go yeah Yeah. um yeah and that's that's kind of the beauty of using the orf instruments too is there's no tuning yeah you hit a c and it sounds right yeah yeah um that's it's interesting which
2: we talk about instrumental music uh uh-huh that's a big thing yeah, like getting kids mm-hmm, to produce mm-hmm. a yeah. piece of music is years and a year. Oh my god, a, of you just
1: suck for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. That's why the recorder gets such a bad rap because it's everybody's first instrument, and of course you, you sound terrible on it. You yeah.
0: need the body technique to create the right.
1: correct sound, right?
0: As opposed to a cooking rag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <sighs> yep, that's interesting. I wouldn't
2: want. I wouldn't want instrumental programs to go away because no, you sure don't, They're important. Yeah, because when um matchbox 20 or to date myself um <laughs> mm-hmm. you know when they 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 need a trumpet they get a trumpet player yeah right and that yeah. trumpet player records themselves yeah. and that's important like yeah. I, I hope that never
0: goes away yeah um I might, and might though right with that's a very possible scenario with yeah. samples uh
1: well people have been saying that since i know the it's, synthesizer it's, was sure, created there. but
0: it's still possible it's sure it's a it's, it's a future that exists, especially as I think the biggest thing that I have, i sorry, I cut you off. That's uh right. I'm used to it. <laughs> no, it's because I think the thing that I feel like is this constant back and forth is the notion of accessibility mm-hmm. and the notion of mm-hmm. do we have the funding for it? And with laptops, do we have an, a powerful enough processor to run these programs? And thankfully, the programs are getting simpler and simpler now. Mm-hmm. But also, same idea with like recording uh, samples. like It's cheaper to just download a patch as opposed to Hire a trump player. Yeah. So it's a possible, it's a, it is a future.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a lot of ways, it already is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very yeah. much so. Like if I'm making my own music, I'm using samples. I'm not, you know. Yeah. That's but true. when I did the, when we, to when we finished our album, there were lots of live uh, music elements to that. Uh-huh.
1: So and, talk about your album a little bit. So, okay. Yeah. Um, what do you talk so about when you say that?
2: We, um, so I told the students that we're going to make our, our an album as a school, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to go through the entire process of it because I think that's a really wonderful process to take kids through. Yeah. Um, and um, so what it so what it is is it's every class makes an original song, and we produce that album mm-hmm. and uh, and and put it out to the world.
1: Well, you know, this has been really. Great. I th- We need to wrap up this part of the conversation, but I definitely feel like we've got a part two and we'll be back with a spiccato. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information.
0: welcome back from the break and before we do spiccato let's just do the awkward left turn i'm the hard left turn just the awkward left turn um uh, it really uh thank you so much for watching and listening it does help though if you leave a like five stars please and be like this person who uh left a review recently uh underscore 11 i don't know who that is um but um, what they write is chaotic harmony is such a great podcast Crystal and John are engaging and not afraid to jump into the hard conversations. I feel that I'm actively involved in the conversations and find myself laughing and smiling along. Whether it's true or not, I appreciate you, EMCK <laughs> underscore 11. Um, so be like EMCK underscore 11. Leave a review on Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you, whether or not you listen to our podcast on YouTube, feel free to subscribe. It helps make this community grow much more and to listen to some awesome people like Jesse. So That's right. please do the thing.
1: Yep, and let us know what you think. Yes. Um, and I have a spiccato. This feels like this could be very useful with all of the things we've been talking about. I just mm-hmm. have a pad of post-it notes. Okay. How would you use post-it notes in music class? Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I
0: feel like post-it notes would Go well with some sort of coding game or okay. decoding game. Okay. Okay. Um, we were talking so much about non, non 18th century Western notation. Like there are ways to create like how I like, play uh, having yes. Let me uh, drawing something okay. and then having the kids guess and to create some sort of melodic or textural uh, response, and then you place them on the wall.
3: Mm-hmm. and then
0: you have them perform it and then you rearrange it as well Yeah. Have the, or rather have the kids rearrange it and mm-hmm. then have them perform the new piece of music so essentially make, have them create a piece of music just don't let them use non-Western don't have them use Western notation just mess around with it
1: yeah
2: cut pasta. I think you know you can use it as an instrument like the oh mm-hmm. yeah definitely uh, I also think you could take it um, oh, that's another sounder right there what? Another sound. No. <laughs> um, I think you can. You. This is the whole note, right? This is the half note. This is the chord note. Can and you, then you it,
0: can, what, so what Jesse's doing right now is tearing the paper, oh, sorry. so that you can, kind of as a representation of rhythm.
2: Yeah. So
1: a whole paper would be a whole note. The entire
0: post it would be the whole note. Then you
2: cut, you know, rip the post it in half. That's a half so note. That's a half note. And got then you it. cut read those in half again.
1: Then you've got quarters. Then you've got quarter
2: notes. And then, you know, you you do, do for, some rhythm exercises. Then you do for the two-card pickup and
1: just...
2: <laughs> and then you say, you remember how you were awful to me last week? And you
3: throw them all <laughs> <Yeah. down. laughs> Then they're just going to walk out, though. They're going <laughs> to out. <laughs>
1: Um, I've used them in so many different ways. And one way that would work, not just in a music classroom, but in any classroom is sometimes I'll give everybody a post-it note when he, when we have to vote on something. Cause mm. I also have them vote on everything. And if it's something, some ideas that are up around the room on boards, then they'll just put their sticky note on whatever it is they vote on. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: does everybody get a pad at that point or just no, one? No,
1: just one, okay. one at a time. Um, I also have one of those, um, I, I have, it's like in a little holder and they're multiple sizes Mm -hmm. or multiple colors it's like four different colors so i'll just give everybody a color on the way in the door and then that's how i make groups yeah okay all the blues get together yeah (laughs) yeah that works too
0: making groups miss pridmore he traded with jason
1: yeah whatever i don't care just like seriously (laughs) like don't make me talk to you and then (laughs) like i always ask the kids i'm like okay so you're getting my attention um if you want mrs pridmore's attention then i will intervene in a way that you probably won't like so how about we behave in a way that doesn't uh require me to intervene yeah can we agree on that <laughs> yeah yeah and then they vote no yeah well i mean if they <laughs> lose their privilege and. Then- It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I'm just, I'm so cutthroat. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have to be, you have to be. Otherwise they, there's such a balance between being, uh, loving and, um, and warm and, um, demanding excellence. And you can be all of it. And, but I think that that's probably the hardest thing about becoming a teacher is finding that balance. Yeah. Yeah. And also (laughs) our sixth grade teacher, um, made the comment the other day um, that uh, that becoming a teacher is just a constant decision about what hill you're going to die on that day. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's a moving target too. It really mm-hmm. is.
1: It really is. Anyway, we do have a round of the week. Round of the week. Okay. So... Um, I found this one on I'll a take the tessitura part. Yeah, excellent. Um, <laughs> a tessitura.
2: What? Isn't that like a really, really high? The tessitura, no, tessitura is... is the comfort range.
1: Uh, right of the song. Oh. Of the, of the yeah. song. Oh, absolutely. I, I think you mean coloratura or Color be, yeah, or yeah, yeah. the descant maybe. Descant. All right, so this is from a. Uh, A youtube channel called musical futures and it is the it's it's part of the chorus from dynamite the cruise song um so it goes i throw my hands up in the air sometimes saying ayo gotta let go and it goes on and on and on and it goes on and on and on yeah ready
2: Oh, that was bad. All right. What if I I mess up the words?
1: I throw my hands up in the air air sometimes saying, ay gotta gotta let go. go. And it goes on and on and on. And it goes on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah. I throw my hands up in the air sometimes, saying, Ayo, gotta let go, and nickels goes on I throw and my on hands on up in the air sometimes,
3: and, and Nick saying, Ayo, on and on and gotta, on. gotta let go, and yeah. it goes on I throw and my hands up in the air, air sometimes, and saying,
0: goes, Ayo, Ayo and gotta let go. go. And it goes on
1: and on and on and it, it goes, goes on and
0: on
3: and on yeah
1: see i thought that would be a really fun one for the older kids to get around mm, going because mm, they know it so and it kind of fits with what we were talking about with pop music yeah so thanks musical futures for putting that idea out into the yeah, universe yeah definitely. and we could um you want to try to chop it up a little sooner because you could get four parts throw my hands up in the air sometimes saying I I throw yeah let's try, try it let's okay it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, so i throw my so one but help me
2: out with the so
1: hey let go, and, and it goes, goes on and on and on and, on and, on and it, on. it goes on
2: and, i guess i should drop
1: And it goes on and on on and on. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Is my soprano a little uncomfortable? No, it's fine. Okay. Just go falsetto. Yeah. 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 I I know. That's what Jonathan asked. Poor poor guy. All right. (laughs) Shall I start us? Yes. I throw my hands up in the air sometimes saying A-O. That was it. That was it? Yeah. Start throw my hands up, my oh, hands up in the air sometimes. Saying, hey, I throw my on hands on up in the air sometimes. And say, I throw my hands up in
3: the air sometimes. And, and it, it goes, goes on
0: and on and on and on. And, on. On. and yeah. it goes on and on and on. Yeah. That was yes. better. Yeah. That was better. There me. we go. We now got what's a, there. That one's a non. Huh? I want some
1: naan now. You want some naan? Yeah. It's is that just bread? Naan, naan and naan and naan. I mean, it's kind it's, of bread. Yeah, it's yeah. Indian. Mm-hmm. It's okay. good. It's yeah. delicious. I
2: guess just saying just bread is a little.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would love just regular
2: oh. bread too. Okay. Yeah. Sure.
1: Well, bringing this in for a landing. I would <laughs>
0: love just like bread. Apparently, we're all going to order
1: Indian food now. I hope that you guys have <laughs> an awesome week. Question. Thanks for listening. Jesse,
0: before we head on out, um, yeah. I, I know you're going for a second part, but like uh, if people. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, you're going to give me an opportunity to plug
2: anything I want. Sure I am. Yeah. Go for it. Um, Classroom
0: composers. Awesome.
2: Where
1: can they
0: uh, uh, get classroom?
2: So classroom composers is uh, sheet music for classroom teachers made by classroom teachers, uh, including me. So
0: you can find us on teachers pay teachers. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. And if they want to contact you directly, what can they contact you? Want my phone number? Um, If you want to put it out. (laughs) Otherwise, like if you want to just put it on socials if you you do your socials.
2: Uh, Yeah. You you can find us. um, You can find classroom composers on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and Twitter. Uh, classroom Composers. At Classroom Composers. Awesome. Cool. There you go. Crystal, yeah. what can they contact you? You can, can
1: find company? me on Twitter at Finny Vappa. You can find me on Instagram at Mrs. Pridmore.
0: Awesome. And you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M R S E L I G M A N, on the Twitters, on the Instas. Um, and you can find us at CH Classroom at all the socials except for YouTube. You know the drill. Chaotic Harmony Classroom is YouTube. And also, please uh, send us an email. Mm-hmm. We're kind of desperate. No, we're not. But you can, <laughs> you can send us an email at chaoticcomingclassroom at gmail.com. Thanks, y'all.
3: Bye.
1: Bye. the chaotic harmony podcast is a joint project between crystal pridmore and jonathan seligman you can find us online at chaotic harmony classroom.com you can email us at chaotic harmony classroom at gmail and let us know what you think give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes we're on all the socials find us on facebook.com chaotic harmony classroom you can find us on twitter at ch classroom instagram at chaotic harmony classroom and you can even find our episodes on youtube chaotic harmony is the name of our channel special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment www.pridmorea.com
2: my fault i just go on and on and on yeah and it goes on and on and on on. that's how you should start the whole
0: thing this podcast goes on and on
3: hello
0: hello mark here this is john Sullivan. you're on chaotic harmony classroom uh a podcast can you do me a favor right now i'm with jesse rogers can you fire him right now
3: uh, I can't. We have some hoops that we gotta jump through in order to do that. But
0: if that's our question, like, we certainly look into it. Perfect. Also, uh, we, we mistake of the week for you. Uh, you're still not here. So, but at least you're on. You know, you're on audio. So we have it's that. True.
3: All right. <laughs> Take care, Mark. Okay, bye.
0: bye.
2: I trusted him.
1: <laughs> I trusted him. <laughs>
2: I gave him secrets, man. I gave
0: him. F- uh, yeah. I think
2: that's fine.
1: I think it's cute.
0: At least it's not like when my earth science teacher decided to use that song to
3: teach about Galileo. <laughs> 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 it was bad. What
1: did you?